Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Conscious Commentary. I feel like I just did this a few days ago. Huh, very interesting. (laughs) If you heard my Synchronicity Clusters episode, uh, which in actuality was two weeks ago, feels like just yesterday. Well, maybe that's because I'm going to be talking about synchronicities yet again, or more aptly, a dear friend of mine is going to be telling you some of her synchronicity stories. I want to introduce the lovely Sausen Galel to all of you, all of you out there in my Higher Journeys audience. You know, sometimes um, it's better to let someone else do the talking and do the storytelling. And Sausen has some absolutely beautiful, touching Uh, anecdotes to share with us about what I am calling synchronicity and the other side. So let's listen to what Sousen has to say. Sousen, I was so enamored when you told me the couple of stories that you were about to share with our audience. And you and I just spent a few minutes talking about, you know, what would we call this? As you know, I just did a show called uh, synchronicity clusters, a name yes. that, that I may have coined, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, I was really trying to come up with something when people are having a series of synchronicities, which I am clear are happening to more and more people, including you that I yes. recently found out. Um, but you've got um, somewhat of a very uh, specific focus with the synchronicities that you've been having. And by the way, folks, Sousen has told me that they've been increasing in number in what, about the last two years. Two years, yeah. Uh, but this I'm going to call synchronicity and the other side. Synchronicity and the other side, because clearly your link to these mysterious and beautiful events have to do with two people that you love very much. Yes. So I want to get right into it. I want it. There are two particular um, anecdotes that I'd like for you to share with us. And then I want to get into the manner in which they represent or present themselves to you, uh, which I also think is fascinating. So uh, I, I want to have you get right into it. Sure. Let's start with Costa Rica. Sousen just got back from a beautiful trip with her family yes. in Costa Rica. And there's a bit of a backstory that I'm going to have her share with you. So go for it. <laughs> well, um, my husband was uh, ill for a long time, and um, it... Um, left him disabled where we couldn't travel as much as we wanted to. But before he got sick, his last trip that he wanted to go on was Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. So we, these islands are not very handicap accessible, so we couldn't travel to the islands. We've traveled other places, but we didn't do the islands much. So when I came back, when I was in Costa Rica this time, I was telling my group that I was with, my family, that if you had asked me years ago after he passed how I would have how did you like Costa Rica I would have been sad because I wished my husband was with me but the day before we were on a schooner boat and it was beautiful and I just looked up at the heavens and I said oh my gosh we made it to Costa Rica because I felt to your husband yes because I felt him there with me I said Galel we made it to Costa Rica So they were, you know, oh, that's nice and things like that. Um, And then there was a bookstore that we were waiting for to open, to go in. I like old bookstores and places that are um, off the beaten path. And um, we went into the bookstore, nothing special. And um, then I was looking at the art on top of the 
books and I saw a sign that said Gil's place and Gil is the nickname I gave my husband mm. so I immediately went took a picture of it and I stood there and I said really <laughs> to myself because I was like you wasted no time because I just told him this outside we were just sitting within 40 minutes this happened of that statement when I was telling my family how happy I am that we were in Costa Rica to when I saw the sign Wow and it said Gil's place and underneath it said restaurant which is funny also in a thing because as you know my husband loved food and entertaining with food and restaurant was the thing for him mm -hmm. you know so it came in that way that he told me yes I'm here with you in Costa Rica while you were speaking to him as you looked up to the heavens and said we made we it we made it to Costa Rica Isn't that absolutely that's beautiful and by the way folks uh, Southson um, showed me a picture this is an old friend by the way <laughs> sister really is, yes and uh, of course I re recall her husband very fondly um, but she came over and showed me <clears throat> a picture of Gil's place. And I had to remember that you refer to him as Gil. And mm -hmm. I, of course, I do now. So mm -hmm. that's that's one of those things that makes you go, yeah. hmm. Yeah, because beautiful. It, it's not a common name. Even it's not a common nickname, it's Gilbert right. or, you know, whatever. It's not a common name. Wow. So that was there. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to make note of the, the dates that we're talking about here, folks. Cause this was February 5th. We're, we're talking about what I'm calling synchronicity clusters. In this case, synchronicity and the other side that come in, in, in this case, pairs. Um, so this was February 5th. And then uh, merely a few weeks later, something else happened with, yeah. that have to do with your, has to my do with father, your dad. My father, yes. Yeah. On February 24th is the anniversary of my father's passing, and it's been seven years now which I can't believe it's been seven years <laughs> but um, because he's I, I feel him so much more than mm -hmm. that um, but um, a few days before I took one of those silly Facebook quizzes that I like to take but I never post them online or whatever that said what song like sim signifies your your life or your mood or whatever and it came up imagine and anybody who knows me and knows my father, he knows that that's my father's like national anthem. Mm -hmm. Is the song "Imagine" by John Lennon, because he really was um, a pacifist. He was uh, his a humanitarian by all aspects. So that song like signifies everything to him. That would be good with the world if we did that. Mm. So I was I posted even on Facebook that one, and I said I usually don't post this one, but it this is from my father. I miss you, Pop, and I'm honored. That was what I posted. Wow. And um, and then the the 24th passed. The next day, I I'm still unpacking from my house that I've been in in a year. But I found a box that I haven't opened. It was in a closet, and I'm looking for a specific item. So I'm opening boxes to find it, and still haven't found the item, by the way. But <laughs> but I found something else. I found a CD that my father had recorded with a gentleman who was doing, it was interviewing him about experiences with the, um, you know, different what episodes that he had with the supernatural or, mm -hmm. you know, things that, he, and he had an episode that was he, when he was in medical school with a friend of his that he was recording and that was the recording on the thing. It was maybe an hour long. Mm -hmm. the CD and I hadn't seen that CD in years 
you know, I don't even know how it got in that box. I don't remember packing it when I moved. Um, but there it was. And I looked at it and I was like, wow. I put it down and I didn't listen to it for a couple of days because I was, you know, apprehensive about listening to it. But I listened to it on the weekend and it was very reassuring. Yeah. You know, you know what just occurred to me, Ms. Housen, is... Now, you told me this story just, you know, before we went on the air, you, you kind of gave me a highlight of, mm -hmm. of each of these stories. But something that just occurred to me, you were struggling to find the word to describe what the tape was about. Now, you don't have to be shy with our audience no, no. because we we are enmeshed in the supernatural right. and the paranormal yeah, and all of yeah. these phenomenal episodes of high strangeness that we all have. But, you know, here's what just occurred to me. It was a supernatural experience that yes. your dad had mm -hmm. witnessed. In fact, I got to hear the story. Maybe one day we'll tell that story on the air. But, you know, as I think, this happened somewhat on the heels of the Imagine little episode, right? Right. right. And, you know, the best of us, those of us that are open-minded as, as, as well as those that may not be as open-minded, still question we still question the validity of could this actually be, could the synchronicity actually be real? And I just find it just came to me, I find it interesting that the tape or the CD mm -hmm. that you found mm -hmm. was of him talking about the validity of the supernatural. Right. So I look at that almost like a double right. purpose. Yeah. Here, listen to this coming from your father. What you experienced a little while ago, not only with me and Imagine, but with Galel and Gil, mm -hmm. is real. And I can tell you, because I am now on the other side. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. That's interesting. Well, you've got a lot of um, a lot connected to the song Imagine. We talked about that. The song has that. been Let's something else. When, when my father passed, I mean, we were looking for things at his funeral to signify pictures and stuff mm. like that. And... We played that song um, at his funeral, and um, because everybody just knows that that's his song. And then I found myself in the past, I'm not going to say since he passed, because it didn't happen, but in the past two years, that whenever I have a question about uh, a decision that's to be made about family or about um, personal things that I used to take advice on, because I used to speak to him gosh, five, six times a day. Mm -hmm. If I had a question about something silly, it would be, I would just call Pulp and ask him. And I would say, oh my gosh, what would he think about this? How would he react to this? Uh -huh. That song would come on. Not immediately, but that day. That day. Or, you know, later on, or the next morning, but within 24 hours to give me a sign. And the la the the... The span of time between when I question this and think, because I've thought about this before, is maybe the time for me to actually think about the problem. And maybe by the time I hear the song, an answer has appeared. Has it? Has that been sort yeah, of the pattern? It happens that a you lot. kind of come to a resolution and then a you resolution, good or bad, but it's a resolution. I'm done. I'm I'm not gonna deal with it, or here's the answer, or I'll leave it to somebody else, whatever. But it's something that has helped me Okay, I'm done with this problem. So the span, I think, has something to do with me dealing with. And maybe when the song comes, it's his point of saying, okay, that's the decision. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. This is amazing, folks. Amazing and, and yet such a natural thing. But the point I want to get you, well, there, there are a couple of things I mm -hmm. want to get you. So we're establishing a little bit of a pattern here 
that you think has definitely been uh, has happened has become more common within the last 24 or so months 12 24 months um with your dad it's seeking advice and really kind of getting it through Mm -hmm. vis-a-vis or really through imagine Mm -hmm. we we need to look up the lyrics to that song oh because i bet there's a line in there well we know the lyrics but i mean when you read when you read them as a poem it's different than when you sing it there might be a line in there that will speak to exactly why beside the fact that it was his favorite song that it signifies a wink and a nod saying there say you got Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. But you also told me the story, not the story, but the, the scenarios by which Galel, same sort of thing that's happened more and more when you are. Uh, when I'm questioning things, thinking like, about a decision, a decision that when you it comes need to financial make. or business or something like that, because those are the decisions that we made together, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's hard to make decisions like that on your own without seeking advice from the two guys that gave me right support right mentally and physically and everything so um whenever i have a question about that and i uh, again think about it whatever something will happen it won't be a song but something will happen that is, is of my husband i'm trying to remember a specific thing because they're so random they could be like a pen of his that he liked a lot well mm-hmm. i'll find it um it could be a, a movie that will come out that i'm like haven't seen that movie in a long time. What's it doing on TV? So that kind of thing. Um, um, and you can definitely um, find it's a only, pattern of when you are really getting into yes. making a big decision. And it's not the small decision. It's the huge decisions. Okay. You know, it's the ones that are not day to day. It's the ones that are like, I'm not going to say life changing, but uh, life determining, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. It's That's when it's, it's really helpful to... Mm-hmm get that like pat on the back you know mm-hmm. saying and again there's no specific answer it's not like it's written in sand or people right. are looking for signs i'm like the signs are out there of course but You're we just have them. to be open to to seeing them and right. how do you feel once you get confirmation that you're you're interpreting as confirmation from either yeah. your husband or your father about the decision that you've made because it seems like it's not right in the middle it's after you've kind of come to a resolution for yourself right do you feel a, a sense of calm or oh absolutely thank you I, I, oh, now absolutely. I can now I can move forward absolutely there's only very few times that I've said really and I'm not trying to remember something about that but they've all been positive they've all been okay I'm on the right track mm-hmm. or okay now I can put that behind me mm-hmm. that decision is done I love it you know. Wouldn't we all love to have that as a barometer? I have a feeling it's 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 closer to us than we think. The uh, the access to everything beyond this veil. You all have heard me talk about this a lot. The thinning veil, which I really am convinced is happening. Whatever we want to call it, that barrier between the physical and the spiritual. For me, and what I'm hearing from people like Sousen is thinning exponentially. You said that this pattern began to pick up speed within the last two years. Mm-hmm. Was there any marker that you can recall where you went from, yeah, they don't happen that often, to, oh my goodness, because I know you told me a few minutes ago that it became so frequent that you started to get a little nervous, right? Yes, because as you know, because we were friends for a long time, two years ago is when I decided to am I going to move from where I was living for 20 years 
to move back home to Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So that decision of, of living somewhere for 20 years and having that comfort zone and actually uprooting and moving was horrendous for me. And I think that's the time I would have called my father and mm-hmm. said, what should I do? Or Galel would have said, you know, it's time to move on. No, we're not going. You know, stuff like that. Uh, so I think that's the marker for me is when I started to make huge decisions. Okay. In my life that they started to frequent more. That's an interesting thing, and that would make sense. Well, however, you, none, none of what we're talking about makes sense in the way no. that we normally think how reality works, but it seems like that was your trigger. Yeah, because before that, I'm telling you, it happened once in a while, but not like this. I, I don't remember. I, I, and I always like used to be jealous of, or let's say envious, of people that had that intuitive mm-hmm. thing when they, you know, my mother was one of those, where she would mm-hmm. dream of something and it would you know, appear or happen like soon after or she dream about somebody and call them. She knows they're sick or mm-hmm. my mother was intuitive like that, but I wasn't. I'm, I, I'm, I'm very analytical and I just, my brain doesn't work that way. This is a woman, by the way, everyone who is, is brilliant, left brain brilliant, <laughs> right brain's catching up, uh, graduated with a degree in physics and, and, and by the way, is a brilliant culinary artist as well. Lots to, oh, lots thanks. to, but now yeah. you've got another thing you can put on your, well, my science your spiritual ba- resume. Yeah, my <laughs> science background is, is the part that gets me, like, I want a formula for what we're talking about. Yeah. And I'm a, I was a biology major, so it was more like the sciences are tangible and I can, you know, prove it and I can see it. That has been a problem and a benefit at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because in, ana- in analysis of things in, in science, you do want facts or you want proofs and then you come to a conclusion. So that helps um, at least get you a, a theory. Because a theory, all it is, is you're still thinking about it. You That's haven't right. proven it. Right. So we're all working with theories. Right, we are. All the time. I'm going to quote him one more time. Dr. Dean Radin, please, if you're listening, it, he's probably going to say, if she says this one more time, I'm going to come <laughs> and call her and say, don't quote me anymore but he says this it's brilliant you've all heard me say it he says the only place you will find proof is in mathematics and in alcohol oh that's funny yeah everything else is just a theory a theory everything is with evidence but i think uh we're gonna wind down now but i think we are definitely on on uh the precipice of a big shift in how we perceive reality vis-a-vis the experiences, the beautiful experiences like you have been having. Like I just did a conscious commentary episode in which we talked about uh, synchronicity clusters that I have had. And I am convinced people, and like I said, this is a shout out, anyone that has a story to share with me about how synchronicity may have um, escalated in your life in in a recent uh, period of time, let me know. But this is what I believe is happening. Something is making way for our Something is taking away that quarantine that I believe may have kept us somewhat in a little box and on this planet without access to all these other things, including the beautiful loved ones that we we don't need to miss anymore because they're with us, right? I miss the physical presence, but I don't miss the the the, the spiritual link that because I feel that's there. 
because I, I honestly don't think that. And it, it's really funny because my mother and I were so connected also, but my mother doesn't come to me in that way. Mm-hmm. But I am always with my mother. It's really because I always am wearing something of hers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a piece of jewelry or something like that. So I always feel like she's with me. Yeah. That's her way. So she doesn't come through because she's like, I'm here already. And right. I'm, I don't need, I'm not going to repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Right. So. I'm not going to repeat Beautiful. myself. Beautiful. Well, yeah. Sausen, Sausen and Galel. Yeah. Thank you. Sausen and Galel and dad. Yes. You call him pop, I call him oh, dad. Yeah. We love you. Thank yes, you for do. sharing with us. Yeah. Thank you for having Appreciate me. It. Thanks. Okay. Wasn't that beautiful? I gotta tell you, synchronicity stories never get old for me. Particularly when there's stories that are so touching, that have to do with our loved ones who we feel to be on the quote, other side. Speaking of which, I want to bring something up to you very quickly before we close out this segment. If you listen to this uh, episode in its entirety, you heard us talk about uh, whom I call Dad Ahmed Sassin's father, Dad. Um, favorite song, Imagine, by John Lennon. And I said, you know, now most of us know either part or all of the lyrics of this, uh, what is considered an anthem to many, Imagine. But I, I, I couldn't think of the lyrics offhand, at least not obviously word for word. So I said, let's look up the lyrics. Let's look up the lyrics when we finish, because I have a feeling that there is a line in the lyrics in which dad is sending or has been sending a message to you. Let's look up the lyrics. And so we did. And I said, ha, there it is. Imagine there's no heaven. That's it. That's all I'm going to read. Imagine there is no heaven. And you know, it would seem just like dad to say something like that. In other words, Sousen, I'm here. I'm not in heaven. I am right here. You may not be able to see me physically, but obviously you're getting lots of messages from me. You know, I'm right here. Imagine there's no heaven. I'm going to leave you with that to ponder. And I want to thank Sabson so much for sharing these beautiful stories with, with all of us. I appreciate it, Sao. Thank you. For all of you, I appreciate you as always. I thank you for tuning in to Conscious Commentary. I imagine I will talk to you soon. Until then, I'm Alexis Brooks. Take care.